Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages in the world, it is your boy B Heard, aka Brian, aka Prince, aka Prince Vegeta Wild the Hayden. Another episode of Tyler Brian Hour or TBH Hour or TBH, whatever you want to call it. Episode 33. Blessed and highly favored to get to this point. Uh, I'm going to pass it to my co host, Tyler. You want to say something to the people? Good evening, people. Good evening, people. Is your co host, Tyler the Libra, aka TTL, aka Tyler Hendricks. Um, it is episode 33 now, and yeah, it's been an incredible feat for us as far as, you know, consistency goes. We didn't do one last week because, you know, just, I don't know what happened with you or me, but, you know, we just, our schedules kind of just didn't match up, but, you know, we're still blessed. I would say it's, it's definitely been me just because, uh, I don't know if you can tell the difference in the sounding of the audio quality. I got these blankets that I was doing a lot of research on, like the multiple podcasts. I actually like these blankets. Where you go, they're, uh, they I got them from Amazon. They're supposed to be soundproof, and I think they work well if you had something to hang them on. But and I think they even work well on the floor, kind of how we have them now, like around you. But it's just there's still a lot of sound and just shit going on in Tyler's apartment, which I do apologize because I do want to get guests on the podcast again and just have, like, that dynamic range. But I just want it to be enjoyable to listen to. Like, the conversations might be funny. The conversation, the topics might be good. But if it's not enjoyable to listen to, a lot of motherfuckers are not going to listen to the podcast. So I do apologize for that. But, you know, trial and error, trial and error. Uh, hopefully you still uh, like this episode. Hopefully you still enjoy it. Hopefully it's not sounding too terrible. I don't know. We're back to the big table on this one. Yeah, back to the big table on this one. Just to test out these blankets. Hopefully they do sound all right. But if they do, I mean, shit, I'm, I'm willing to have guests on again and do all that jazz. Um, Tyler, where where's the status of your mental health? How you been these last few weeks? Because I guess it's been a while since we did pod. Yeah, and um, I would say I'm doing fairly good. I'm actually doing pretty all right. That's the first time that I feel good about myself as far as like my mental health being in you know good stabilization and being able to actually say you know what every day is something new you know every day there's you know this range of possibilities to where hey you know if you do this then you'll be able to be a if you feel this way you'll be able to feel that way and you know vice versa so um everything about this new feeling that I have as far as my mental health goes is is pretty it's pretty good for me. Well, I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> it's like it's almost like we switched roles. I, I feel like y'all can't visually see it, but I'm holding my index and my thumb together, almost like about to touch. And I feel like I'm on the break of a mental breakdown of these motherfuckers touching me. Only because I, I don't want to say I'm scared. I'm pretty, I'm not an indecisive person. Like, when my mind's made up, like, I'm pretty fucking headstrong on getting that. Like, also, that's why I want the, I don't need the $600 mixer for the podcast, but I feel like the $600 mixer for the podcast would make it better because we could answer phone calls and almost do questionnaires and shit like that. And maybe I, I was going to dabble in with Patreon and do more and different things. But I just feel like I'm in this scary, dangerous path that, I can either take it and kill it and be this successful, energetic, great son, great friend, great, you know, lover, whatever, grandson, all that shit and above. Or I really, really, honestly, I don't know why, but 
feel like I can pull a Britney Spears when she shaved off her fucking head and disappeared from the fucking world. <laughs> like, I really feel like both, and I don't know which way to go. I really don't. Because it's like I want to interact with people, and I, I want to have the best interest for people, be there for people, but it's like, I need to fix certain shit in my life right now, and I'm just right. not happy with, like, some of the, not decisions, but I'm just not happy in my situation, so it's hard to, like, fake it, but... Don't- Motherfuckers act like you shouldn't be happy right now. And I think that's another thing that fucks with me because it's like, I think since I'm just you gotta look at everybody's definition of happy first of all. Sure. And second of all, you know, don't fucking don't be afraid to take time for yourself, and I wouldn't say necessarily don't be afraid to not give a fuck about anything about people at this time. But it's hard too because it's like, you know, I feel like honestly, when I don't do that, like my phone. It's pretty dry. I'm pretty alone. And being alone is okay. I'm not saying it you can't feel alone. But it's like, this is also coming from the nigga who's, you know, like, I've lived by myself because my mother had cancer. I've been an only child. I've, you know, lived in an apartment by myself. And I, like, I've always been relatively by myself already. So I already know what that world is like. It's not like I need to get from that world to or just stay in that world to be like that. But, oh, I, I just... I, I don't know, I might be going crazy. It could just be, you know, stuff with, like, with Jazz, my cousin dying, and it could be stuff with my grandpa because that's still relatively fresh. And then also, probably another thing, I, I don't want to say this on the podcast, but fuck it, but, like, my parents have been having me, like, deliver food for my grandma. So it's just basically making sure she's eating and, like, you know, all that good stuff. Right. I just... Only reason that it bothers me is because, like, you know, when I'm not... I like I usually do the YouTube stuff and the Twitch stuff before I go to work, so then it's kind of conflicting the schedules because then I don't want to I don't want to visit my grandma to be a chore. I used to try to visit before COVID, like my grandparents, like once a week, and just see how they were doing and check with them because it's almost therapeutic. Like it, it probably was my therapy in a weird way, but I want to make sure when I visit them it's genuine and like I can stay for a while. So I just kind of hate that feeling of like oh here's your food I'm just leave. Right. So, but then it's like, I don't have a fucking schedule as it is. Like, one of the hardest things in my life, like, <laughs> the most consistent thing in, in my life is my inconsistency at everything. And so, like, it just, it feels like another burden to add a plate. But then, you know, that did a nice gesture to kind of, like, reassure myself that I have to not think about myself. He's like, you know, he just gave me some money. And he was like, yo, I appreciate you for stepping up and, like, helping out your grandma and visiting and shit like that. And I was like, yeah, no problem. But then it, it, that, so that reassured that I was like, yeah, I probably should be doing this. But it's just balancing it all. But, I mean, also stuff like that, it's, it shouldn't really have to be, like, too much of, you know, what your dad did for you. Like, that shouldn't, that should almost be just, you know, common courtesy and just, like, true love, you know? True. But I, mean, I wouldn't, that like, I wouldn't fun. feel, I wouldn't. Call that has being like stepping up. I just call that has looking out for my people. I mean, shit, my dad had to step up. I like my dad is the second oldest, and he he's had to step up in every role. I think I don't know. Honestly, I never really asked him, but I is your pops like the dominant sibling? Not really. I would just say he's always he's, he's the voice of reasoning for everybody else. Not really. I would just say he's more so the one that like I guess the one that like if you were to go visit like their house or something you, you ever like visit a family's house and be like all right who's the like golden child or like this is the child you right. want ever like he's more of that but he doesn't he does it by just assuming the role he doesn't do it like i need to do this or i want to do this but he's just like 
Oh, nigga, it ain't like I got a choice, so yeah. hey, I'm just here, then I'll do it. And I'm not saying that, like, my other uncles ain't stepping up, but they're not doing what he's doing. Like, they're already kind of falling back. And, like, that's the, the fear that I have. It's right. like, it was easy to be with my grandma and, like, support my family when my grandpa first died because everybody's in town, everybody got his funeral. Like, that's easy. We're getting to the point where we're in February. March is coming. April's coming up. April, May, and June is not really like that holiday where you have to come down and visit family or interact with family. So right. it's like when it's summer out, it's nights out, and say if COVID's not as crazy as it's been, who's really going to visit? And like that's the scary part. Uh, actually, I never asked you. Do you feel the need to? I don't. I don't mean need in like a disrespectful way. I'm just saying, do you feel the need to visit like your mother more with the uh, you know pops passing? Um. Yeah. For like an extended period, like around like obviously like the 2019 that year, and then a little bit last year, because like I don't know. I don't. Mom, if you know my mom, she's never been really one to kind of like voice her emotions about stuff she's just mm-hmm. kind of like me she just you know keeps it going you know the world moves on and stuff like that and um she for me it's more of you know looking at her body language and stuff like that as far as like communication from me and her goes as opposed to me as opposed to her and her other kids you know like like my brother like most of their conversation is like verbals i guess and like for me i could just go to mom's house chill there sleep take a nap there if i want to you know and like mm-hmm. you know she won't say a thing about it but like i and like i wouldn't say i'm the golden child because like obviously like i'm the baby i'm the youngest but like i would say that i have more i would say, stru- you're the child. I, would say I have more structure you know as far as like her looking at me and like basically seeing what i am you know mm-hmm. so there's always that and I don't know it's just that going back to what you said I I guess I felt the need to like see her every like week or so Mm -hmm. just cause you know that's mom you know right which I need to visit her she she pretty much like my second mother and I haven't visited in a long time I feel bad for that and um, she don't like you anyway but uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But um, yeah. I mean, with pops passing and stuff like that, it was really hard. I know it had to been hard for her because it was kind of hard for me to deal with emotions and stuff mm-hmm. like that and what I felt. So, because you were were you at the house at that time, or were you still living there? I was living there. Okay, and then you moved like I moved back in from. Me and Sway had an apartment. Shout out to Sway. Like, back in 2017. Um, I moved back in there, like, June of 2018. Because I guess, well, what I was trying to say is, like, you was there for a few months before you, like, moved out. So, she, right? Or? No, I stayed there literally the entire, all of 2019. Okay. And then 20. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, so... And obviously, she has a job where, like, she works, like, literally from sunrise to sundown as far as, like, the post office goes. And um, so there wasn't, and I was just home alone. So there really wasn't much, you know, conversation throughout the day. I had work, she had work. And I look at the time that we have together, I value that the most out of anything, any friend, 
well, it's going to sound bad, but like honestly, any friendship or anything else of that sort, because, you know, like I know how she's hurting in some way, you know, because I mean, her and Pops have been together probably for like 40 years. Wow. Yeah, They've true. known each other in high school. <laughs> they grew up together. So, I, like, I it's it. one of those things where, like, when that person is away, like, what what else, like, what, what else is there, you know? like Because, like, that's the same thing with my grandparents. My grandparents were together 50 years. And, like, my grandma, like, she has to pay this nigga's taxes now. Right. Like, he had a whole dilemma with that shit. So, I can't imagine that stress. And it's like, this. It's just hard. Like when when someone dies, it, it just lingers in the back of your mind, and like you could live, but you're not the same, right? Because it's like I, I read for me, it was mind. just completely like, yeah, I guess I handled it outside pretty well, but as far as inside, I was hurting that entire year, dude. I believe it. As far as twenty nine, like all the shit that I did in twenty nineteen, and throughout is just. I was completely on autopilot the rest of that entire year. I was just I was just going through whatever and I did not give a fuck about what happened or who hurt who I hurt or what was going on with anything else. I just knew that like I'm I'm feeling this pain, so I need to express it in a way that I can't or I'm just scared to. And you know. Yeah, I mean I've not Because even when you told me when you told me I was at work, like I was I was in I was going to work. I was in dish and then I was just cleaning dishes and then you told me and I think I was playing music so I always like checked my phone, saw the message and then I just saw it and I just was like, damn. Like that shit just killed everything that I anything that I was thinking about and I was that just fucked me up. So I yeah. Like mm. I mean it's crazy now that I think about it, it's almost fuck. Next month, the twenty the 23rd would be Pops's what would have been his 56th birthday. Wow. So, you know, that's coming up and then literally a month later his angel date comes up the 26th, April 26th. So, like, it's those two things right there that kind of just be like, wow, like, you know, this man is obviously not here anymore. And, like, I've dealt with it. You know, I've dealt with the herd and stuff like that the best possible way that I can. I'm not saying that was right in any way, but, like, I've dealt with it. And, you know, I there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about that man as far as, you know, what he would have liked me to be and what he sees me for today. So then let me ask you this, like, because this just kind of came to my head and uh, it's part of the mental health checkup. Money, is it normal to be fucked up? Like, the more I'm thinking about it, like... It's, I guess it's admirable that I acknowledge that I'm fucked up, but it's not good. And like, at least you know that it's there and like it's present. If and, anything. Well, like, even with your situation, is it, you think it's normal? You think it's okay? Like, I get everybody goes through shit, but I don't know if we're supposed to realistically go through a lot of the shit we do. And then, not to mention, it's like, it's like, there's also bullshit triggers too. Like, there's something that like, I seen on Twitter today, and that shit triggered the fuck out of me. It shouldn't have, like, because at the end of the day, it's the internet, and I can't do nothing about it. But right. me as a human being, and me caring, and me wanting people to enjoy the things that I like, it did. It, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. So, but I don't even know if that's because I'm human. I don't know if that's because like 
I got issues. I don't. I don't know if I have it. <laughs> so I might be crazy. I don't know. But do you think it's normal? Or? I don't know, man. As far as normal goes in today's society, and as far as being emotionally distressed and being a hurt, broken person, how can it not? be normal you know (laughs) like how can like one person go about certain things that happen in their lifetime and not wear it on their shoulders Mm -hmm. you know and apart from that you know not everybody has a perfect fucking life or a perfect day I have yet to have a perfect fucking day I'm waiting for it like you know how like do you remember like MTV's guy code and then it's like they'll bring like some rapper celebrity like this is what happens in a good ass day of mine and like obviously it's a rapper celebrity so it's probably possible they can have that nigga I've yet I've wrote it down before it's been a long time I've yet to have that good ass day (laughs) I've yet to have that good ass day and then it also makes you think about like the 90s and shit like that like like I, I hate this narrative that a lot of people think that our age or like our generation or I don't know what the generation of the term is anymore I think we're generation what the fuck we are we're millennials yeah that I hate the narrative that we're soft or we're weak or like take us back to the 90s it's like no nigga like we've seen more shit like the internet is the greatest thing that happened to this world and the internet is also the worst thing that's happened in this world but we've also seen more shit than the average person like I hate to say it, but I'm probably immune to death now. Like, I've seen more people get shot in, like, like that Philly situation. Did you see that? No, I didn't know. It was, like, some some neighbor and some other neighbor were arguing about shoveling. And, like, they got in a full argument. One neighbor went oh, to yeah, I did see that clip. Shot. Yeah, like, some crazy shit like that. But I'm used, like, it wasn't shocking because... I seen someone get shot. It was more shocking. Like, damn, he really did that. But it's like, I'm used to that shit, too. And that's not a good thing. And I feel like that's what people fail to realize. Because like, that's I have why cousins I... that got shot. I mm. got cousin, um, cousins and uncles that have been stabbed. Mm-hmm. I've seen death before laying on my kitchen floor. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, it's one of those things where like, it's just, it's coming. You don't know when it's coming. But fuck, it will be here. Like, my nigga, like, there was a spirit of time where... I think four or five homies I know from like college and like Denver. We got friends that that have been you know, God rest the dead. God rest the dead, you of know? course. But that, but that's what I'm saying. It's like I have friends that niggas don't know about that. Like I I had four or five people that <laughs> died within the last year, and that's just the friends alone. Damn. Like niggas been going through it. Niggas only no. That's the craziest part about this shit. Is like you gotta watch out for you for years coming on, man. Mm-hmm. And, and what's crazy is like. I feel, I don't know if you feel like this, and sorry we went on this long attention, but mental, but like, I don't know, I guess I'm going through it. I don't know if you feel like this, it's like, I feel like I'm trying as hard as I possibly can and it's still not enough. Yeah. It's still not enough, regardless of that's being a friend, being a son, being a grandson, a lover, or like talking to someone and caring for someone, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. Even as a content creator. <laughs> Like, it was my fault that we didn't do a few episodes of the podcast, but it's like, I'm trying to get more shit for the podcast so it can sound even better. So if anyone's listening to this point, you enjoy it. But I still feel like I'm not doing enough because I don't know if I'm doing enough promotion. You know what's crazy is that you feel like that you're not doing enough and you feel like that you're slacking, but at the same time, you're trying to take care of your your health 
as mm. far as like mm. your mind goes. That's the crazy thing about me is that like fuck, I've been taking all this time from photography and stuff like that. That like I've, I've been trying to be okay with me as far as like me being a person goes. So like I could actually get back out there and do the shit that I love to do. Mm-hmm. I feel that, and also I feel like when you're not work, I don't know if you feel like this, but when you're not working out, it hits harder mentally. Like, shit hits hard, I guess. Because, like, when you work out, like, you're moving weights, you're clanging and banging and shit like that. So, I guess that's, like... I'm getting my I, body right. That's I'm leaving thing. Uh, your frustration. Well, that's good that you're working out. I'm not working out. So, I feel like my mental shit hits hard. But I, I went to the gym uh, probably, like, four times this week. That's really good. I need... Oh, bro. I your just, boy is pushing... Your boy's pushing 220 off his chest. Nah, see, I'm weak as hell. I can't even hit that now. I, I feel embarrassed. I need to get to it. But uh, speaking of weights and lifting and all that, the Super Bowl is tomorrow. We are currently recording this. Uh, the Super Bowl Eve, Saturday night, where they're actually announcing the NFL Awards and Hall of Famers. Have you seen some of the Hall of Famers already? The boy, Triple boy, OG. Triple OG. Captain Forehead. I love you, but, you know, Peyton Manning got elected to the Hall of Fame. you love to see it. Calvin boy, Johnson. Boy, Megatron got elected. That's that's, that's crazy. That was actually crazy. I'm, uh, I'm Charles like, Woodson got elected, too. Well-deserved. Uh, but, like, yeah, maybe it's not surprised. I guess that's what he's honestly owed from playing in Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> and, like, I don't even know if he went into a playoff game. Every single, every single, every single play that that man had to do, it had to be a highlight. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I just, from, but that's the crazy thing about sports, too, is, like, I felt like he deserved to play more, but he couldn't play more because of the shit that was going on. Because right. Detroit was this shitty. And, I mean, get your money and, and you know, get your health. Because, honestly, he just kind of played in Detroit and was like, I'm out. Because we don't even hear from him, really. I think this is probably the first time in a while we heard from him. Yeah, he's just vibing. He's just yeah, living his life right now. Mm-hmm. And it makes me go back and think, you know, would he have been Megatron somewhere else? Did it only have to be Detroit? I, I think so. I, well, shit. Because like, a lot of people have this narrative that Stafford's not a good quarterback, and I think they smoke and crack if they don't think that. I think he'll elevate the Rams. I don't know if he'll elevate the Rams to the point where they'll beat the Packers if they're in the same situation. Like, they could probably win the West. But at the same time, like, that defense was the one getting touched, and that defense is really good, so... Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers were just good this year, but I, who knows? Like Calvin Johnson with like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Not to say Stafford's not a good quarterback, but he's not them. Drew Brees, like who knows what kind of numbers he could have put up? And then not, not to mention, who knows what kind of numbers he could have put up in the playoffs? Like he's never had the chance to play. I don't. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I don't remember Detroit going to the playoffs ever with Calvin Johnson. If they did, let me know. But have you seen this man's injury list from tw- from literally the year that he was drafted till on like last year? Mm-mm. Who's <laughs> Matthew Stafford? Oh. I've always knew he'd been prone, but bro, yeah. he takes a lot of damage. Like he took a lot of damage. Uh, like if you're on a bad team, that means usually your quarterback's getting hit, your quarterback's getting touched, like, <laughs> and he's getting injured. So I believe it. But um, I believe it. See Aaron Rodgers that got MVP? How do you feel about that? Fuck Aaron Rodgers, man. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's coming from a fellow fellow NFC you know, team. 
die. I guess that's right. So do you think now? Now it would almost my boy Justin Herbert got Rookie of the Year coming from Eugene, Oregon, the University of Oregon. They just announced that. No, he. It wasn't just announced, but like, like the NFL honors are going on right now. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but like a couple hours ago. Oh uh, man, they should have given. It, it should have been called. Nope. Justin Jeffries went off this year. Fourteen hundred yards as a receiver. I'm not saying he didn't. As a rookie receiver with Kirk Cousins as your quarterback? Come on now, stop it. Like, <laughs> that nigga went crazy. He needs that love. Like, oh, man, they should have done Cole. I'm not saying Justin Herbert don't deserve it, but Justin Jefferson deserves it too. So, like, they kind of hold my man. Uh, let's see. Aaron Donald won his th- third defensive player of the year. Over T.J. Watt, really? That's crazy as hell. I, was, I, I mean, T.J. Watt had a great season, but I guess it's because, like, you're automatically almost going to get double teamed always as an interior defensive lineman. Right, yeah. And the fact that it's not like he plays like the third gap or the the fifth gap, he's in the like one or zero. Like he's right there in the middle, in the trenches, and still getting sacks and tackles and all that shit. Like Aaron Donald is a beast among men. Um, so, what was your favorite Super Bowl moment? Is there any? I just saw a moment? tweet that said TJ Watt got robbed, but um, <laughs> yeah. but um, favorite Super Bowl moment. It had to, it has to be the two against Brady and uh company Patriots. One was two thousand seven and the other one was twenty twelve. Mm. Actually twenty twenty eleven, twenty twelve season. Mm. Yeah, and I you guess know what the happened. Only person to really do it and so is Eli a Hall of Famer? Would you say that as a Giants fan, would you say Eli is a Hall of Famer? Eli Manning is in top ten for he might be actually number ten. According to his jersey number, he might be number ten has most passing yards in the NFL history. So does that make him a Hall of Famer? That's not what I. I Two I, Super Bowl rings. Uh, yeah, but he has mediocrities, especially towards the back end. Yeah, it's kind of ass. And what's crazy lie. is that, like, I I've been asked this question before, and honestly, he will be a Hall of Famer just off those two rings. I don't think he's first ballot, but sure. I can see Eli in the Hall of Fame. But I, I think also they should raise up the number. I think seven or eight. You know Ben Roethlisberger is the only active player from quarterback left from the 4 draft. I don't think Eli's gone. Him. Phillip's gone now. But you know what they, You know what rumor has it? Bell is on a – his contract ends this year. Antonio Brown's contract ends this year. Antonio Brown just said recently during the Super Bowl media that him and Mike Tomlin still have a good relationship. So if Tomlin's still there, uh, if Le'Veon Bell, and because they might lose James Conner, Ben Bingham, you know, drops some of that contract down and they get those two back, you know, they might have an all-time squad for the one time for the last ride. Because of Pouncey, Ben, LB, Claypool, Antonio Brown, like that Steelers team might be all right. It might be. I don't know if they're going to do it. I, Big Ben kind of got an ego, so I don't know. But my favorite Super Bowl moment, I think I've recently, was probably Super Bowl 50 where, you know, Peyton Manning got his last hoorah. You know, hold on. Beat you, uh, Carolina. You know who was our backup quarterback for the uh, for our Super Bowl back in um, 20, back in 07? Wasn't it the hefty lefty? It was the hefty lefty, the Pillsbury throw boy. I can't believe he actually got a ring. That's crazy. Did he die though? Yeah, rest in peace. He did. That's crazy. And then, it's not my favorite Super Bowl moment, but this is a notable Super Bowl moment. (laughs) 
the first Super Bowl with Peyton Manning and the Denver Broncos, you know, when they played the Seattle Seahawks. Um, fun story is I was driving to college. I saw that. Relax. Hold on. <laughs> I Me and Brent was okay. Relax. Okay. Bro, we turn the TV off. I tell my side of the story. I tell my side of the story, though. So, uh, I was going to junior college at the time, top five junior college in the nation. You know, boy, it was kind of decent. Rock secret. Uh, whatever. And then, so I picked up three of my homies. The three of the homies was, you know, driving back with me to the college because, you know, we lived in Iowa. And so, the college was in Iowa. It was just two hours away. So, we was able to go home for the weekend. So, I'm driving back to the college and like the timing of it and you know the Super Bowl had already started unfortunately for me you know I get the notification I play music in my car right so then I get the notification that the game has started so I'm like oh snap the game I gotta get home you know driving I see 2 nothing. you know Seattle I'm like okay that's weird I don't know how Seattle got a safety all of a sudden the game just started <laughs> okay driving some more you know I'm like half hour out whatever whatever it's like nine nothing. I'm like, all right, that's, that's weird. <laughs> nine nothing. I don't know why Denver ain't did nothing yet. Yo, I'm still driving. Sixteen. <laughs> it's like twenty three nothing. <laughs> Nigga, it's like they, bro. If it was a two K game, they had to give up the six before I even got back. <laughs> I got back. I I got in there. Shout out to the boys. <laughs> I found the other Denver pro. I I found the other Denver Broncos fan on my floor on the fifth floor. Nigga, we were just watching the Broncos just get great Chiefs class the Super Bowl. <laughs> just depressed as hell. I was just like, man, this shit sucks, bro. The tweets, the tweets, man. They were the greatest thing I've ever seen. Bro, I just wish. I feel like I really, I, you know, this might be biased because I'm a fan. Or, like, I really believe in, like, right place, wrong time, things of that nature. I feel like shit would have been different had I been there uh, <laughs> to watch the game. I don't know why. I just feel like it went, went a different way. They might have still lost, but I don't think they would have got their cheeks clapped like that. I just are they gonna be like, like they were gonna call? Damn, B hurt ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> like they just they have them. <laughs> like, oh, he ain't watching us. Okay, that was pretty much it. And then, yeah, that's it. It wasn't my favorite Super Bowl moment, but I definitely remember that. So speaking of the Super Bowl, and they say that you're never supposed to bet against Tom Brady, but unfortunately, I'm not I, betting against that man. Fuck that. I think I'm betting against him. You might as well. He, he's the goat. I, I, you know, I don't have that hate in my heart that I used to have for him. But ever been, since he left, there's been 55 Super Bowls. There, that's true. He has been the ten of them. That's true. But he hasn't won all the ten of them. So, well, all nine of them that he's been in already. So he's he's already set the Oh, uh, okay. Who would you think in history is the greatest quarterback of all time? Joe Montana. We think of Joe Montana as being the best quarterback. I did. I did. Like when I was a Tom Brady, he is past Joe Montana. I know. I'm saying when I was Pat, when I was a Tom Brady here, I still put Joe up there. But now Tom got six and shit like that. That's insane. And I mean, I, part of me does want Tom to win the seventh because, like, obviously they said he couldn't do it without Bill Belichick. So that'd be like a slap in Bill Belichick's face. Also, Antonio Brown will get a chip. Mike Evans will get a chip. Gronk um, will get a chip. Yeah, Gronk will get another chip. London Fournette. I think there's a lot of players on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that I would like to see get rings. But at the same time, I really think that Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes and what they're doing is just unreal. And like, them niggas are just balling. I'm not they just lie. run. They, they run up the score on somebody quick and then mm-hmm. Like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And not to mention, Le'Veon Bell will get a ring too. So, like, there's a lot of people on both sides I would like to see get rings. And also... 
I don't know if you bought it, but you know what I'm saying? If they have a parade in Kansas City, bro, I might have to go this time around. I didn't go last year, but like it would be kind of cool to go this year. I like would love to see it just to you be a part of it. You funky ass Kansas City. I would. It's going to be lit. You was bugging out. Like, I I'm not a Kansas City fan. I'm not, not It was up in the Big Apple. It was up in New York. Nick. With that man. Nick. <laughs> Look me dead in the eyes. I'm, I'm hit the. With that man, I'm Daniel about to say Jones. Too. I'm about to hit the eyes that we both know. Of, you know who? But I'm gonna hit the eyes. A lot of me is saying you would go to the Big Apple all through Manhattan. A lot of me is saying you would go to the Big Apple. So you would spend like what a thousand dollars just to get to Manhattan just to, for a New York Super Bowl parade. A round ticket to and from New York is about four hundred. You're gonna drop four hundred for like a Tuesday parade. I would have to take some time off. But, but, that, that, but that's what I'm saying. You ain't got to take no time. We can just drive there and go back. I'm not going to Kansas City, bro. bro I'm that's in, that, the, the, this ain't up for discussion. I'm not going to Kansas City. I don't even like Kansas City, but I'll go. That should be lit. Because I'd be the closest one to us. What other Super Bowl would we call? I'm not going to. Well, I mean, St. Louis ain't Well, if Minnesota anymore. ever want to act right. <laughs> you would go to Minnesota? Chicago. Actually, if ever Chicago want to act right, I feel like that would be lit, too. It would be, but Chicago. Mm, That's not a smaller New York. Chicago, <laughs> different place. But I'm going to go 31-27, Kansas City. I feel like Patrick Mahomes is going to be the MVP. Tom Brady, you know, he to go. That's a high-powered offense from both sides, so I would say. The only fear that I have is, like, if Kansas City can't protect uh, Patrick Mahomes. But, yeah. I, wish, I want to go 40 I want to say it's high. Oh, wow. So, 45, 45, 40. Tampa Bay? TB. Tampa Bay. Would uh, Tom Brady be the MVP? I don't know. I don't want him to be MVP. I don't think I want <laughs> I don't think I want him to have all them damn acolytes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go with that. And I'm, I'm not a bet. I, I, I hold no money on this because I'm a shitty better. I'm putting money up because actually, fun fact, Thursday I betted on some NBA games. And actually, I betted on the shitty ass Knicks and they came through. And I bet five dollars, and I ended up winning one hundred and fourteen dollars. So it's kind of insane. So shout That's out, good to, man. Shout out to New York, man. Shout out to New York. LeBron definitely Knicks. helped. Shout out to the Knicks LeBron and helped. the Nets. LeBron helped. Uh, Portland helped, but Portland ain't have nobody. It was funny because like I was talking to my manager because me and him always talk about gambling and bets and stuff like that. And so I made a bet, and then <clears throat> I was like, "Oh, I'm thinking Portland gonna win." And he's like, "Uh, you know, Dane Lillard out." I was like, "Huh." <laughs> He's like, yeah, they said it on the ticket, uh, the prompter. I was like, ah, shit. And then I didn't even know CJ McCollum was out too. And somebody else, I think even Melo was out. Somebody else was out. Like, they had a, like, hot day squad was out. They shouldn't have won that game. But they did. <laughs> and, uh, like, that winning got me a hundred and something dollars. So I was happy. I was happy as hell. I was like, damn, that's crazy, though. That they were not, <laughs> like, playing. Hey, since we're on this, since it's Super Bowl Eve, what is your favorite snack to eat on the Super Bowl uh, Sunday? I remember one year I came over to your crib. Wings? I think wings I might go to. How about you? Uh, Probably nachos. I don't like nacho cheese. Like I just never like that shit. I'm getting tired of the traditional barbecue smoke smokies. 
every single year. I see that literally in every single every single Super Bowl party I've ever been to. I see. I that. mean, they're cool, but I just can't eat a lot of them. I just really can't. Uh, let's see, pizza is always an all right one. That's about all I see. That's about actually, all, that's about, actually, that's about all I eat. Because I don't like getting too full on Super Bowl weekend because I still have shit to do tomorrow. True. <laughs> you know, and like I work, feel like... Uh, work or school or whatever. I, I do think uh, the weekend's going to kill it. I feel like he's going to have a good performance, especially since it's like COVID. So I doubt he's going to actually be a live performance. I bet they're going to just do some like recording, which will be nice and sound good. And I think that's better than the live performance. In my honest opinion, I think quality over quantity. Um, do you, I hope the commercials are funny. I don't know how the commercials are going to be with this pandemic and like a whole bunch of shit. I feel like a lot of people are going to beat the pandemic joke to a dead horse. Yes. It's, yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be like either like, you know, promoting quality and all that good stuff. And I love that. I, I hope I'm here for the commercials like that. But I just feel like there's not going to be a lot of funny, original uh, commercials. But we'll see. I don't know. Now, you know how I feel. I, I like to keep shit private, essentially. So I'm not going to give this person any clout on my podcast or my platform. So fuck them and everything they stand for. But <laughs> the area that we live in that we all, if probably most of you listen to, know the state that we are in and reside in. No, that's not nothing to really talk about because I don't want you to examine my information like that. But I'll put it out there. Put your name out there. No, nah, we ain't gonna put her name on her. Fuck that. She ain't got no clout clout from us. She's trying to kill people. She is, but she ain't gonna get no clout from us. Um a certain person in our legislation, our you know, government organization, whatever you want to say, lifted the mask requirement. Now, I didn't hear I heard about this, but I didn't read about this. Do you actually know like so anyone could go anywhere with no mask or they're just not required? Every single um, sign that you saw with no mask, like mask required, that will be lifted. Like in any restaurant, any bar. For how long? I have no idea. Like, okay, Tyler, make this make sense to me. Does she not realize that she shut shit down uh, last year around March 17th or about, Mar- about March 13th to 17th, around that timeline? And it hasn't even been a year since she shut shit down last year. And it's not getting any better. Like, why? I feel like maybe businesses have heard it, hurt, hurt because of it. Like, I know our business, as my, like, restaurant goes, it's kind of has. Because I feel like that was, like, one of the factors of us not being really busy. Probably because a lot of motherfuckers just have this, like, egotistical mindset of where they don't want to wear a mask. Right. But, like, how do you feel about this? I feel like this is dumb shit ever. I mean, I am, there's days I get tired of, like... You know, there's some things that you just expect stupid shit from people. hmm And this honestly came as no surprise. I knew that she was going to do this within, you know, this year. I knew it was going to come, come sooner rather than later. I'm still and wearing my mask. Even though there are days I don't want to wear my mask because, like, I'd be brushing shit out of my teeth. I'm still I wearing my like, goddamn mask. I feel like a lot of I don't know what anybody it. has. So... True. And I don't... Like fucking with people like that in close range anyway so i'm kind of scared too because i i just i hope this don't mean that like i, I get a lot of my likes about i understand it but i just hope this doesn't turn into a lot more people becoming more we relaxed. have over 1500 deaths in iowa just off of this shit alone i believe it i fucking believe it like 
motherfuckers are just not wearing masks. I understand. Like, I don't know. That shit's scary. Hey, you know what's crazy? It's in places outside of the metro of, like, central Iowa. It's outside of that. And most of the cases have been outside of central mm. Iowa, so. Somehow I'm not surprised. But, Somehow um, I'm yeah. It is very, very, very idiotic for it her is. to put this on the great state of Iowa, to put this on us. Um, you are allowing more deaths. You are allowing more people to succumb to this fatal, very vicious virus, and you are not caring. Mm-hmm. You are not caring with a single bit. There's a lot of people, there's probably a lot of people that are speaking to her in her ear that are yes men, and she's not taking in consideration about um, families. I don't want to be disrespectful, but I, I like... Sorry, God, but I gotta say, I hope somebody cough on her. I do. Like, I, I hope somebody cough or sneeze on her and fuck her all day up. Just because, like, like, that wouldn't have happened if you had a mask on, but you want to mandate a rule. And she ran over somebody, by the way. Don't forget that. Oh, shit. Mm. But, Protester, by the way. Say, Sean, just protect yourself at all times. Whatever you believe in as far as protection goes, but please wear a mask. Like, motherfuckers will, won't wear a mask, won't wear a condom, and wonder why they sit. And they talk about, oh, I wonder what this is in the vaccine. Nigga, you already got whatever fuck worst thing you can get. You like condoms? I always wear protection. I'm trying to get a Trump response. Okay. Actually, no, I'm scratching. I'm trying to get a magnet response. Actually, I'm trying to get both. So y'all, where's your one? Fuck one. Yeah, I just now started wearing condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, yeah. Uh, well, at least you're safe. Uh, well, Save sex and paycheck. You know, that's actually a great <laughs> segue. That's actually a really great segue. Uh, I wanted to talk, what is the appropriate amount that you're willing to spend on a dick? And this nigga disappeared. Okay. I think where we were at while this nigga's eating, <laughs> we kind of took a little break. Sorry about that. Um... I want to talk about dates and date prices. Um, what is a good price for, say, you and your date? What is your budget usually when you go on a date? Because I think I have an answer that's respectable, but I I, I want to know the vibration of the room. I always thought that, like, if you need a budget for a date, you probably shouldn't be on a date. I mean, that's what, like, anything like, okay, I'm not spending, like, $100 right off the bat on a date. So maybe but, probably like. See, but when you said what you just said, like, how? What's the most you ever spend on a date then? If you just don't go in with a budget, I think like eighty dollars. Okay, that, that's fine. That's. I'm saying like my budget would either be anywhere from fifty to a hundred, and I really got like to spend a hundred because I'm just <laughs> thinking of like different topics and different things we could go. For. Where am I going? Where Where would you go to <clears throat> where you're spending a hundred dollars on a date? It, it, I mean, like, it depends on the date. Is it first date, second date, third? First, like first date. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how much are you spending on a first date? That's what I'm at, usually. Probably anywhere from 50 to. Probably 100, like I said. No, 80. Mm. Well, because I figured, like, realistically, what I think you would do on a first date, unless you're trying to be really creative in your creative bag, it's probably just like. I'd say 
Especially in the summertime. Especially in the summertime, my dates are probably going to consist of a lot of driving because just because, you know, the car that I have not trying to, you know. He's trying to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead, Get your shit off. You know, like, just like talking and like conversating, going to like, you know, lakes and stuff like that. It was chilling. I just like, like my bag in the summertime was definitely like just picking the right place and just uh, picking the right place and just kind of just sitting there enjoying the view like sitting in the car and talking to someone with a nice view it, it, that shit hit different I don't, I don't care what nobody said that shit hit different and it's dope but uh at most I'm gonna spend is 50 to 100 and I'm just thinking like dinner in the movies but at the same time as far as movies go around this society nowadays that'll be hard now well now I are movie theaters even open like that's one thing that like a co-worker was asking me about I was like I think movie theaters are open it's just that movies are playing but nobody's just nobody's there to see them so they just sit there and then they just well for like a hundred I know AMC I think it was AMC it was one of the movie theaters but let's just go with AMC for the sake of not knowing so if I do apologize if this is false information but they were saying that it was a hundred and like for a hundred and fifteen bucks hundred and twenty bucks that you and like twenty friends could rent out a movie theater which would be kind of lit. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's pandemic, so you know I don't know how people feel uncomfortable. But if you had 20 of your like good friends or close friends, and you had the whole movie theaters to yourself, especially one of the nicer joints, so you kind of kick your feet up and like really recline and watch it, I think that that'd be lit. Yeah, in my personal opinion. But, Just pick your seat wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Feet up too, all types of shit like that. Um. <clears throat> I'm more accepted yeah, to the to the Netflix. And I don't mean Netflix and chill like I'm trying to fuck, but I mean like <laughs> Netflix and chill like just just coming over to someone's crib. The old term, just kicking it. Like I, I'm with more of those dates, and it's not like I sound like a dickhead. I sound like an asshole when I say that, but it's like that's just like more my vibe. Like I when I go on a date or want to kick it with the person, I want to kick it with that person. I hate dates where it's like. Let's go be by literally everything else to distract us from the world. And, like, it'd be harder to talk to you. Like, I, I know. Well, granted, granted, it's, like, a comfortability thing. So, I understand that. If you don't feel comfortable, that's fine. I'm just saying, as far as, like, uh, I want to spend one-on-one time with that person. And, like, that's my bad. Take him, take him out to Red Rock. Lake Red Rock or Sailor Girl. Or just get on, just walk or something. Just walk around the... Nah, I like, I like being posted. All right. <laughs> I like being posted at the crib. Cause it's also like, what I'm realizing too is like I love I would love to find a person that uh, like I could chill and like talk to you about any and everything, but I could also just chill in complete silence. Cause I hit different. Just being by a person and enjoying their company, but not saying the single world, just relaxing is. Uh, I've only had it happen twice, but that shit hit different. I hit a different spot. Beyond really. I do, I swear. Have you ever done it? Have you ever just, just chill with your shorty or girl at the time and just relax? She ain't saying nothing. You ain't saying nothing. You might be on your phone. You yeah. might be like about to fall asleep. You might be watching TV TV mindlessly and it's just peace. Yeah. That shit ain't different. I mean, it's all right, but at the same time, I'm like, that shit goes. You're like, let's go somewhere. And like the women that I've dated have been that same way too. Like, let's do But I mean, you can't always go somewhere. Though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Especially now. But Yeah, I understand that. Because, like, even our, like, 
parks essentially open now, I guess? Parks been open. Uh, I, guess <laughs> I, I guess I don't really lose their money because it's like people just walk by and shit like that. Right. So I don't know how that works. Um, did you get any questions? I... No, nah, I did not get a single question. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. It's been a dead... It's just been a dead week for everything. It's so fucking cold. Like, literally, my phone says... My phone said that it was going to be... Let's see. We got tomorrow's forecast. Three. Monday, seven. Tuesday, ten. Wednesday, twelve. Three, two. Negative two. Zero, 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 ten. I'm just tired of motherfucking snow. I just want the snow to disappear. I don't give a... F- I, like, I don't give a fuck... Like about it snowing. Like I just rather. Well, actually, no. I'm. Well, actually, like the snow. The I would s- rather have not snow. I don't give a fuck about the cold. It could be cold throughout, you know, January, February, whatever it has to do in the winter months. I would rather it be cold than for me to be fucked up car, car wheel spinning, you know, throughout the snow shit, and then True. ice on top of that. No, fuck that. True. No, I rather have coldness over anything. Well, I just and snow is just so pointless after a certain point. Just give me the snow that's not on the road. That's that's, it. that's <laughs> give me the snow that's not on the road, so I can just fucking <laughs> drive. And like I got my car sits so low that my car like I'm tired of using my four wheel drive. Like my my shit is is not not uh not very fun. I'll sell you. I'll sell you the nitro. No. Okay. Yeah, it's four wheel drive. I don't give a fuck. All right, then. All right. I don't want that. <laughs> no, sir, Bob. Uh, so I did get one question. <laughs> the one question I got was from the homie Ron, who's been on the podcast. I think Father Figure was the episode. So shout out to Ron. I, I don't think there's an answer where we both don't say ourselves in this <laughs> answer, but he said, who would win in a boxing fight between you and Tyler? I, I, I There's no way you're not going to say yourself, I'm assuming, right? What? There's no way you're not going to say yourself. No, I'm rusty when it comes to fighting, so probably you. Uh, I was almost saying me, but, but I feel like it wouldn't it'd be easy. Like even though I probably have a lot more pain, <laughs> but and power, but I feel like I could keep the job. I like I got long ass arms. Like I don't, I don't think people remember that. <laughs> no, remember that one time we were wrestling and then you tried to choke me out for like the longest <laughs> time. It was like ten minutes. You had me in a headlock and I just wouldn't tap out. That's this crazy. was like back in like high school. But I don't think that was a good headlock though, too. I just because like first of all, because first of all, it was in it was in your mom, your mama and dad's crib, on the floor. I just couldn't choke this thing out. I, I I don't think the headlock was in all the way though, because like I definitely learned like <laughs> this is a so story. I have a good pain tolerance by the way. But actually, I it, but actually I don't think that was <laughs> that wasn't a good choke because I remember it was like uh, a few years back. And then, like, I think me and my dad was wrestling, and I caught him off guard. <laughs> I had that nigga to chokehold. I forgot. I think Joe Rogan gave me a tip. Like, that nigga said, like, put your hand in between your elbow or something like that when you choke yourself. I forgot what he said, but it was, like, it was a way to add more pressure. And, like, I did it on my dad. <laughs> and then I hear the... <laughs> I let him go. <laughs> he was talking to, like, my mom. He's like, that nigga really choked the shit out of me. It's like, he really choked the fuck out of me. You let him beat his ass. I then, put out, you would got the whole door locked. You and then, out. like, you sure, had to find somewhere else to sleep. And then, sure enough, like, of course, like, my dad catches me lacking, like, a week later, and it starts choking me out. And my dad don't even like that word like that. So, he's like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> and, like, I was 
like, all right, yeah, this is the go. But like a good talk. He'd be like, like the ultimate WWF villain, like the backstage brawl where you just <laughs> see one dude walk to the ring, they're getting ready for their match, and then all of a sudden you see another one just come up. Yeah, my, my dad is definitely like, whenever we and him are wrestling or fuck with each other, he's definitely an on-site person. He's not doing that on-site. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to look this gimmick. My dad going to put hands on you, and I'm going to help. Like, you know, remember remember that uh, uh, remember that match between Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania 19? It was like 20 say. years in the making. Yeah, this he thing. won't get... <laughs> this thing, he really won't get folded. Like, my... <laughs> it's going to be... Thir- it's going to be like... good. It's been 15 years in the making already. <sighs> I'm tired of this nigga already. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to add or, or say you on the podcast? I know it's been a while, so I apologize, guys. But anything you want to close out? Guys, I love every single one of our listeners. And I will love every single one of our future listeners. And um, like I said... Every single week, weekend, week out, take care of your fucking mental health. Make sure your mind is right spiritually, mentally. Don't worry about so much physically. Just make sure that the proper meds or whatever you need to do, the proper meditation that you need to do to make sure you get your mind stable for whatever might happen within 2021 because it's still February, it's still kind of early. So make sure you do that for this year and then all the years to come because fuck you know like there's stuff that happens every day on a daily basis to people and um the things that we need to learn how to do as far as society goes is to kind of learn how to read and react better you know the situation happens and we need to embrace it realize that's happening and be like okay where can we go from there what positive outcomes can come from this so Make sure that you're doing that. Make sure that's instilled in your brain for not only yourself, but your friends, your family, anybody that you need to talk to about this. Just fucking just make sure they're aware of it, you know, and that's all that I have for that. And it will probably be the same shit next week or the week after or whenever we or whenever we decide to have a, another podcast again, because, you know, this shit is kind of, you know. Every other bi-weekly. I uh, <clears throat> just realized all my dad money. I forgot all about that. Uh, <laughs> but you ain't coming into the house. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to have to stay here with time. I, uh, I I'm grinding, man. I'm trying to make sure this podcast sounds the best it can. I'm trying to make sure it's the best quality product it can be. So I, you know, I'm trying to pay off some debts so I can get my income tax back. And if I get my income tax back, I'm going to upgrade the equipment, even though I just did already. Buying $50 worth of car, uh, blankets to make sure it sounds better. And I don't know if it sounds better. Um, I'm serious about this podcast game. I really think me and Tyler can take it far. So if you fuck with the podcast, please share it. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your auntie, your friends, family. Just, you never know who could use something like this. Like, it might not be for you. It might not, you might not listen to this point, but you could find the person that can invest in the podcast or you can find the person that like, this is their greatest shit ever. Cause like when someone tells you that they're a fan of your work or they fuck with your work, it just, it's different. So you never know what happens when you put someone onto something and hopefully it works out in that favor. And it works out in that way. Um, I might uh, mess with Adobe audition and maybe see how that sounds. Cause I, I am 
kind of the Adobe world. Like I do fuck with Premiere, Photoshop. Uh, I do want to learn another editing software, but yeah, I'm just continuing to look and improve the content as much as I possibly can because I want the best quality product that we have. And I really feel like this podcast because podcast can go. Uh, I truly do. I really believe in it. I hope you guys do too. And I love you guys. Until next time. Bye.